0: Hello, my name is Amber Holz, and I'm Miss South Dakota.
1: Hold on to me as we go, as we roll down this unfamiliar road, and I'll build this way stringing us alone. Just know you're not alone. Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. Settle down. pay no mind to the demons. They fill you with fear. The troubles, they might drag you down. If you get lost, you can always be found. But know you're not alone. Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. demons they fill you with fear the troubles they might drag you down if you get lost you can always be found but no you're not alone because i'm gonna make this place your home that was
0: philip phillips version of home
1: Hip hip. hip 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 hip. When you're on a holiday, you can't find the words to say all the things that come to you, and I wanna feel. On an island in the sun We'll be playing and having fun And it makes me feel so fine I can't control my brain Hip 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 On an island in the sun We'll be playing and having fun And it makes me feel so fine I can't control my brain We'll run away together We'll spend some time forever We'll never feel bad anymore Hip hip. Hip hip. On an island in the sun, we'll be playing and having fun. And it makes me feel so fine, I can't control my brain.
2: me holding up uh, a lighter. I'm going, (laughs) wow, what a a pleasant surprise. Well, thank Uh, you. Amber, welcome to the podcast. This is is pretty exciting for me. I'm not going to lie. Usually it's me and my friends and none of us are like that good looking. (laughs) So like you've just brought the average way up. Uh, (laughs) So thank you. Like, that's that alone makes me so happy fills me with joy well thank you so i think it's the that was super cool i wanted to like start off with that just because like i wanted to hit people right away it's like oh my god she can do music <laughs> right like, music music <laughs> it's so magical that was great um i uh it made me feel like it was summer and it's also really hot in this room. Yes, it is. I think you picked really temperature appropriate songs for today. Awesome. Yeah, great job. <laughs> so, all right, I don't know what it's like, but I've been watching shows where it's like behind the scenes type shows where it's like like what like how marketing works and mm-hmm. like how like brands and stuff like that works cuz like that's what I I love like just thinking about that stuff um so did you have to get any of those songs approved how did you get approved to do this show in the first place because i feel like if i was your agent i'd be like absolutely not do you know who that guy is
0: Well, actually, I have been working with a couple sponsors, OG Greens, and he knows some of the guys here. And so he got me hooked up with you guys and I'm on the show now. But um, I actually don't really have a manager or technically an agent. I kind of schedule myself. So a lot of people don't know that about Miss South Dakota anyway, is that I make my own schedule. I do my own schedule. plans i have my own email account
2: so it's not as easy as like i imagine like all you gotta do is like all right wake up what's my checklist look pretty all right i've done that okay now everyone else pampered me all day it's not that's not what your average day is like
0: oh no you do your own hair and makeup sometimes you wake up before five o'clock in the morning and you have events all day long you drive yourself to your events you schedule your own events um, you pay for your own rent, everything you do by yourself. So it's, it's not always, uh, the glitz and glam that everybody thinks it is.
2: I, it's, uh, do you feel like, I, I don't think I gotta handle that. Cause I'm thinking about like that time in my life, which is, uh, cause this is your last year in college, right?
0: Well, I'm supposed to be, I was supposed to graduate this year. Um, but I'm technically only a junior so I'm like a super junior. I keep calling myself because <laughs> I was gonna graduate a year early, but now because I'm in South Dakota, Just being in South
2: Dakota got in the way of, of like being a, overachieving. Yes. Oh, I get it. Shucks. Ah oh, man, dang it. Com- compromise, yes. right? Is that what they call compromise? Where Where else do you think in your life now that you've uh, gotten the new role? You know, because there's added pressures. I'm I'm suppose I suppose absolutely because. Uh, one time, uh, I went from doing the broiler Burger King, so you put the frozen meat on the the the, the grill thing. Okay, it's like an automated grill, and yep. then you have you have to put on twelve patties, right? At
0: the same time, yeah, and then okay. you
2: run around the other side. And you got to catch them before they like go through again and just burn to a crisp. And um, you know, I got promoted to like that plus the French fry station. Oh, holy crap! That was that gave me anxiety, and I was like, you know, sometimes. When you give an opportunity, you've got to be sure you're prepared. So, like, yes. has there been anything about getting this new <laughs> title any like added pressures you well, like I had to adjust to, and like, how did you do that?
0: Yeah, I think I mean I've been doing this competition for the last seven years, so I've been doing this since I was 13. So some of it's kind of a norm, and I thought, oh, I'm I know exactly what to expect. I know exactly what this is going to be like, but. When you are crowned the state title holder for your entire state, there's definitely some added pressures. And I don't know if I can compare it to becoming overlord of the French fries, but oh. it's it's pretty intense, especially because there are 16 other incredible women that or 15 other incredible women that Are all local title holders across the state of South Dakota that are now all looking up to me and some of them are even older than me and have more education than I do. But yet I am the state representative. And so not only am I a role model to those women, but I'm also a role model to girls across the state. So my every move every someone's looking at me. And so that's definitely an added pressure just because, you know, on days when you want to go to the grocery store in your sweatpants and, you know, hair in a bun on your head, you know, you're going to see someone that, you know, when you're dressed like that. And it's just funny how karma and life works out like that. So that's definitely just an added pressure is that, you know, someone's looking at you at all times.
2: Well, when you think about it, even like Miss South Dakota, like 10 years ago, they could get away with wearing sweatpants to the grocery store because not everyone was on, like, Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. instantly, like, on Snapchat instantly looking for you to slip up. You know, like, yes, I feel like now, like, uh dude, at the risk of sounding like one of those old people on the news, on the news, I'm like, young people these days, social media, millennials. <laughs> but, like, for real, do you – but that's something that you've you're you are born with, like you're born into and used to. It's like all that, like the spotlight. So for you, is it it's probably not hard transitioning into now being more like the face of something, like doing more social media type branding activities. Like well, I, has are, like when do you get nervous these days? How about that? That was the dude. Remember that sentence I sent you? Yes uh, on a via text message? <laughs> I sent, all right, so I sent Amber, I sent Amber uh, a text message and you ever sent a text message so bad, you're like, I swear I know how to speak English. It was like that. (laughs) But yeah, what, where these days, where, is there any times where you feel unprepared? Like, what is like the, what is the new challenges for you these days?
0: Well, I send a lot of emails (laughs) and some of my friends call me the queen of cold emails because that's. 90% of my life is just sending random emails to people and hoping and praying that they get back to me and say yes to whatever I'm asking them. And so I think I get nervous sometimes when I'm about to send like 500 emails in a batch to like principals and superintendents across the entire state and hoping that there's not some kind of like spelling error or something in the sentence because my social impact initiative is actually about education. So God forbid I would spell something wrong or have a you know, grammar problem with my emails. But other than that, I also get nervous sometimes when I have to go and speak in front of sponsors and try to, you know, get deals with sponsors for scholarships or for my, you know, organization or for myself. And so that's kind of nerve wracking because I am representing an entire organization at 20. And if I say something wrong, I get nervous. But as for the stage side of things, you get just so used to being on a stage that, and speaking in front of people that that kind of comes easy because there's only so many things that you're going to talk about on stage. And most of it is just your personal experience. So that I don't necessarily get nervous about, but it's definitely some of those times when you have to make the ask and uh, that gets kind of nerve wracking because I'm not a business major and I never had to do that kind of thing. And I've had to learn really quickly how to um, not be afraid to ask, but I still get nervous.
2: Yeah. That's so crazy to think about because my first job on a college was cold emailing mm-hmm. and i'm like if miss south dakota gets nervous about it could you imagine like like people who's like like that's their day job man like when i was doing that dude i felt like my self-esteem was at an all-time low because like you send out a thousand emails you get like one or two declines and the rest is just like crickets yeah well maybe not from Miss south dakota but for like mr sam that's me <laughs> Yeah, that, that was like my hit rate. And clearly that wasn't my calling. Like,
0: I'm going to put your name in my phone as Mr. Sam. Mr. Now.
2: Sam. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's a great name. <laughs> if I was a superhero, I'd be Mr. Sam. Mr. Sam. All right. That's the next question. Boom. Superpower. You only get one. What is it?
0: Um, teleportation because I travel so much and it takes so much time to travel. If I could just like get in a box and teleport to another place, it would make my life so much easier.
2: Oh, my gosh. Like... Even if it costs like mad expensive, like let's. Well, but
0: if it's my superpower and I can naturally do it, it wouldn't cost me anything.
2: I know, but like this is 2019, and (laughs) and, like every, like even your superpower is gonna get monetized. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Maybe I can charge other people to use my superpower and make it money out of it. Okay, here's,
2: let's make it hard mode. All right, you get the superpower, you can teleport, but no matter where you go, how far you go, it's instant, right? You're there, boom, you're right there. You have to sleep for an hour and a half each time, though. Would you still, would that still save you time?
0: Yes, because I just wouldn't sleep except when I teleport. So I just wouldn't sleep throughout the day. And I would just sleep when I teleport.
2: That's, wow. Yeah. That's a great answer. Mine, I think it would be, this is going to sound so dumb, but to like be able to eat as much as possible (laughs) without like any negative consequences. Okay. Maybe that says something about me. I just love I food. I like food, too. Do you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is a game I like to play with myself. It's called The Ultimate Meal.
0: Okay.
2: So you got to pick. You got to pick. You can get two two apps.
0: Okay. Right? Two apps. Two apps. Appetizers. Got two it. drinks. Okay.
2: You can get a main course, a uh, salad, and a dessert. But here's the thing. This is why it's called Dream, dream, dream Meal. Okay. I think I just changed the name. Now it's Dream Meal. Okay. You can choose each item from a different restaurant. Okay. That's okay, okay. So compile okay. it. Start. Sit yourself down.
0: All right. I'm sitting.
2: Sitting down. And you can even, we can even go deep. Okay. Like you can choose the perfect location too. This is Dream Meal. Oh God. All right.
0: So, All right. So wherever I'm eating this, it's going to be overlooking some kind of body of water because I always say that I'm a landlocked mermaid because I love the ocean. So we're overlooking the ocean somewhere. I don't care where. Um, my appetizer would be calamari
2: from you got to name the place like that. Somewhere so this in Cape Cod where it's okay. like real calamari. Okay.
0: And then, gosh, what else do I like as appetizers? That's you get like two. my go to appetizer. Get
2: oh, oh.
0: Um, oh, oh, the Asian, uh, like almost egg roll things from Applebee's. They're like Santa Fe egg Ooh, rolls.
2: With the corn and the yes. beans. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Those are my two appetizers. Okay. And then I get two drinks. Yeah. Okay. So. Anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm not 21. Any drink so anywhere.
2: I'm not, we're oh, not going wait, for alcohol. We can do like. Uh, lemonades.
0: Okay, well, I really like Dr. Pepper. I'm obsessed oh, with Dr. Pepper. Nice. Like, if you could hook me up to an IV of Dr. Pepper, I'd be happy. Um, <laughs> and then I I really, I drink all of those body armor drinks all the time. Oh, my God. So I'm going to go for the orange body armor drink as my second choice. So we're going to go unhealthy and healthy. And then what was the next thing? Main course.
2: Yeah. Like, any, like, seeing. this is why it's a dream meal. It doesn't have to mesh. It doesn't have to mesh with everything else. Is, is it strictly whatever you want.
0: Okay, well, my favorite meal is salmon, sweet potato, and broccoli. And that's what I love. So sweet potato literally doesn't matter where it comes from as long as it has brown sugar and butter on it. And then salmon with some kind of Asian glaze on top of it, like sesame kind of thing. Maybe a
2: little bit of ginger. Yeah. You're feeling adventurous.
0: Yes. And then broccoli. I love broccoli. Since I was a little kid, I love broccoli. I'm such a weirdo. Wow.
2: You know, that's crazy. Like South Dakota, you think, uh, I'm thinking Angus. I'm thinking like prime rib. Like
0: See, but I grew up on a ranch, so I ate beef my whole life. So that's uh, like not
2: special. So does that. Do you think that attributes to your landlocked mermaidness?
0: Yes, like, and you, how I like fish.
2: Because, you know, sometimes like, you know, based on what you grow up on, sometimes you want to rebel and you like yeah. things like that are kind of like the other side of the world. So mm-hmm. I can see where you get the mermaidness from.
0: Well, and my, my entire extended family is actually from the Eastern Seaboard. So every summer I would go out and live like New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, really? Massachusetts for the whole summer. And so I grew up during the summers being like an East Coast girl. And then during the school year being a Midwest girl. So I think that's kind of where I get all the seafood and mermaid influences.
2: People don't realize, but the East Coast in the summer, miserable, humid.
0: Yes. So humid. Dude, <laughs> like,
2: all right, I'm not, I'm not trying to relate. But I relate. Okay, Because my summers will be spent in Vietnam.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So humid, so hot, next to the water. I feel you. Except for you probably had like AC. Yes. And running water. Yes. Same thing. Yeah. Maine, Vietnam, totally same thing. Yeah,
0: totally same experiences. Yeah.
2: Dude. Okay, so what else? What other hidden talents would you say you have besides... Playing eighteen instruments, and uh, you can sing really well too. I, Thanks. Like, I was like, I dabble. All right. So being uh, a man of service—that's why I call myself Mister Sam—is <laughs> a man of service. I, you know, I record a lot of musicians, and I stay neutral. I mm-hmm. stay. I don't. I don't interject my 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 judgment a mm-hmm. lot, but sometimes candidly, I feel like I can be candid with you here, Amber. Okay. Sometimes it isn't that good.
0: Okay. And, well, I'm glad that I- uh,
2: You did really good. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> glad I meet the bar. Yeah. I was like, uh, man, I, I think about the first time we met Amber back in third grade. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like a month ago, I read your 99 facts about you. Mm-hmm. And it said, or hundred. Mm-hmm. And one of them said, you're like the most intimidating person. You know, or
0: well, people say that, say that
2: really you're intimidating. I don't think you're that intimidating. I don't I think, think you're like one of the most friendly people I oh,
0: know. Well, thank you. Yeah. See, when I first
2: met you, you made me cry. So that's amazing. You hear <laughs> that, guys? I made Miss South Dakota cry. Uh, it's something I've been I told my mom and she's like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it's like um, it's the way Vietnamese people show approval. Oh, OK. Like if you can make somebody cry, then that's from know that it came from a caring
1: place okay <laughs> tough love i get it tough yeah it's all tough
2: i don't i wouldn't even use love tough uh energy <laughs> yeah i don't know i felt so bad dude oh my gosh i felt so bad when brandon told me because <laughs> he's 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 our mutual friend yes and i was just like Oh, man, I feel so bad. Well,
0: you just like came at me and I, I I, spend so much of my time trying to explain to people that I'm not a beauty queen. So much of my time. And I was
2: like, you're just a beauty queen.
0: And Sam <laughs> literally said to me, you are a beauty queen and went off about what, oh, what my good gosh. that me doing anything with them was going, what what good was going to come from any
2: I, of it. I felt, I felt so bad because I was... I don't know. It's, you know, those mornings when you wake up and you're like, oh man, I think I slept on my body pillow instead of like my (laughs) body pillow sleeping on me, you know, like it just throws you all out of alignment. I was just so out of whack that
1: day.
0: Well, and I was super emotional because that weekend was our first local competition of the entire year. (laughs) And it was the first time that I had to be Miss South Dakota at a local competition. And so I was running back and forth between rehearsals and um, we had that meeting right in between and I just got
2: totally grilled by you it was like the perfect (laughs) storm of both of us like being out of character i'd say like a little bit yeah just a little bit a little little bit bit. you usually i'm i'm like tell everybody i'm a sour patch kid yeah that made a lot of sense where it's like right away like i'm pretty like how does sour patch kids work they're they're sour then they're sweet okay that's yeah exactly i thought i had it backwards yeah no i'm just that's a word. No, they're both the same. It's the same principle. It's like you just you die for the first ten yep. seconds and then it's delicious.
0: See, I don't like fruit flavored candy. I'm a big chocolate girl, so but I know the slogan for so Dr.
2: patch. Kids. Our mutual friend Vince. yes, I don't think he likes chocolate and I may have just made that up okay. How do you feel about people who don't like chocolate?
0: I mean, to each their own, more for me. More. <laughs> That's such
2: a positive way to look at it. Dude, I, uh, uh I, how, how important, dude? So, like, how much is head, I call it headquarters. How much is headquarters like, Amber, you can't eat this. Amber, you can't, you can't do kung fu. Amber, like, is, there, I need to know, like, cause I'm, i'm considering running from in south dakota okay. eventually so i i need to know like if i win like what what should i uh give it to me real so so when you win when i win when i win let what me know what, what what should i expect like what's day one like
0: so day one consists of going to the executive director's house and picking up your brand new car which is pretty fun, but also consists of signing a 26-page document <laughs> and um, filling out your insurance so that if you crash said car, that you're liable for it and a few other things. But really, the, your year is what you make of it. And so, yes, they they give you suggestions as to what maybe you should fix or what you should work on or how you can improve. But whether or not you choose to take those suggestions <laughs> or actually work <laughs> towards some of that, is kind of up to you. So everyone has your best interest in mind. And so, um, you know, I was already going to the gym and working out and trying to eat healthy. And obviously that's something that as a public figure or someone that is going to be on TV, like you want to stay in good shape. And it's not like they're telling me like, you need to lose 20 pounds right now, tomorrow, and, you know, go on a cleanse, but you know, they're, you know, they push you to look your best and be your best in all circumstances. I tell like,
2: I tell my coworkers that Mm -hmm. sometimes, like, dang, you got less pressure than I put on Vince. Mm -hmm. Like, Vince, you need to drop fifteen pounds by tomorrow. Go to cleanse tonight. I need you to drink eight ginger roots. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's all. It's more like you're Miss South Dakota because of what you've done to get there. It's mm-hmm. not like you get there and then they want to reshape you, right?
0: Exactly. And so they don't they don't have like a cookie cutter mold that they want you to fit in. They don't have a box that you have to fit in. And I think the more points that you have to your box and the more that you don't fit in a cookie cutter mold, the better that you do because you're not just the average person and that's why you're Miss South Dakota.
2: Well, let's play my next favorite game. It's okay. called... Uh, Let's talk about weird things that you do that people wouldn't expect from in South Dakota. Let's break the mold, Amber. Okay. Let's let's tell these people, let's say people don't know who you are at all. Uh, and you send me a list. So okay. let's pretend you didn't send me a list. Okay. Let's talk about some of your favorite things about you that you think isn't so stereotypical for your average beauty pageant queen. I'm going to call you queen. Do you okay. mind?
0: Yeah. Because it's not a beauty pageant. It's a competition, oh, a scholarship. Boom, competition. number
2: one. It's not a beauty pageant. It's said. not. Stop boxing these girls in. All right, I'm done boxing. We're
0: not allowed to call it a pageant. It is not a pageant. It is a competition for scholarship money. Dang,
2: that's, I, that's why you won. That fierceness right there. Yes, right there. You looked right through me. I turned into this the sweet see? little jelly jelly bean kid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I grew up on a hunting camp. I was an only child. And so I always say that I was the son and the daughter at the same time, because after school, sometimes I had to skin deer instead of, you know, go up and listen to Taylor Swift music like the normal middle school girl, which I still did. But um, I think that's kind of (laughs) interesting. I would go to school some days and I'd be like, oh, let me scrape this little bit of blood off my shoe from last night. Um, I also was a complete band nerd, had glasses and braces and um, wore very interesting clothing choices all throughout middle school and high school. I
2: want you to know I'm imagining all of this kind of like a Taylor Swift music video. Yes, it's, exactly. That's how it's playing out in my brain.
0: My life is a Taylor Swift music video. Yeah.
2: Yep. Like, cause yep. I'm imagining like the band nerd and then like just. You like, belong with me. Like, yeah, like yeah, That's my life. Like just pull it all off yep. and your beauty pageant. Win. <laughs> or not even beauty pageant. Dang, I need to stop. Dude, I just got, <laughs> I just got the death look of death.
0: There's there's like a, a swear jar, but for the word pageant. Oh, my gosh. I'm
2: you guys. I'm You owe me. I'm I'm in the red. Is that the bed? I'm in the bed. Yeah. 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 I should figure that
0: out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think about. OK, so as the band nerd, I also managed the high school football team and I actually applied to the United States Naval Academy when I was in high school. So here I am in my band uniform and then also stripped down and then I'm wearing the football team t-shirt underneath it. So I would manage the football team during the game and then at halftime I would throw on my band uniform, conduct the band as the drum major and then take it back off and be with all the guys in the football team. And so, if that's not a parallel universe colliding, um, I don't know what is. And so, in high school, it was funny because I was the band nerd, but also was friends with all of the popular guys. And so, it didn't make sense because I was friends with all the kids that were the outcasts and then also the cool kids. And it was just really, really hilarious.
2: You were like, um, only if I can describe it is like if you have a child, right? And you'd say, pick whatever you want for your outfit, you know? Yeah. I feel like if someone were to design you, it'd be like that. They'd be like, okay, well, I want, I want uh, a really beautiful competitor. Got okay. See, I got that right that time. <laughs> uh, knows how to skin a deer. Well, yeah, we'll put that, throw that in there. Uh, let's do band nerd, the football coach, whatever, uh, wrestling captain. Yep. And um, you know, just mix that around and then Boom
0: yeah you know, like but, some of those like memes that they make about like God in the sky, and he like, yeah, to, like, yeah, a little too sprinkle much this. in in the pot. I feel like what happened was like there was like an earthquake, yeah. and all the spices just fell into the pot and and he just went, well, I guess we'll see how this goes
2: <laughs> for <laughs> and, my cultured friends, Amber is like a nice tiki masala, <laughs> a blend of spice. <laughs> <laughs> you ever eat? Indian food? That's, I know that's the worst yeah. segue ever. Yes. But yeah, you said you love food earlier. What is the weirdest thing you've eaten? That's a good question.
0: Um, Fish eyeballs.
2: Ooh, like was that a, a, a bet, a dare?
0: No, uh, I was on a mission trip and we had a traditional dinner served to us.
2: Is that in like Haiti or? It
0: was in the Bahamas on one of the islands in the Bahamas. And we went to orphanages and women's shelters.
2: Let me guess the flavor. I'm going to close my eyes. A little tropical. A little little coconut in there.
0: No, it was very spicy actually.
2: Oh man. Sorry. I'm so bad at guessing. Sorry.
0: No, there was no like pineapple chutney. It was very (sighs) like spicy and like dry rub. Almost like what you would think of like a pork rub, but on a fish. Oh, okay. I and I don't that. like how the eyeball like squishes in your mouth. Like think about a grape but an eyeball.
2: I'm gonna be real with you, Amber I've, I've eaten an eyeball too, so okay. I know exactly how that oh. is. it's it's like a, a a grape with a really hard shell.
0: Yeah. I still can't it's, get
1: the it, uh,
2: And then there's like a weird like it tastes like you're eating a piece of like really dry cookie dough in the middle that's bitter, maybe. Like it's sandy, is like liver. Uh, i don't room. even
0: know how to describe I it i just never want to experience it again and to just sit there and be like
2: so I, you don't think mm. i should open sam's fried eyeballs no no no, no not no you don't think it's ever gonna take off no all right let's let's play another game called amber in 10 years all right so let's say amber in 10 years you've done everything you've wanted on your list now it's time to settle down open your small business what do you do what do you sell? What is your service? What is my
0: service? Um, yeah. So yeah, as you can
2: like, for me, I would just combine everything I like and call yeah. it Mr. Sam's. But Mr. Sam, that's the easy route. Don't that take, sounds like a really good
0: sandwich shop. Don't take, don't take Mr. Sam's. That Mr. Here. Sam's sandwich shop. Mr. Um. <laughs> It's a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think that in the future, I can see myself doing something with my nonprofit Operation Overload and doing like career planning with students because in the the Eastern Seaboard, they're actually think about like a life coach, but to help kids get into colleges and plan their careers. And so I could see myself being like a career consultant and helping people plan out like how their life is going to go but obviously I need to be older than 20 because I don't have enough life experience myself to (laughs) trust people for that. But I feel like it would be very helpful to be almost like a life coach for kids in high school um, that are looking to get into like Ivy leagues or looking to get into the academies and um, just those kind of things um, to mentor students and really give them advice and connect them with people.
2: Nice. Nice. That's, that's so noble, helping other people, you know,
0: That's what being a queen, queen, <laughs> queen is all about. Let's talk about
2: that. Let's talk about what it actually means. What the competition actually means, because that's what that's what we're. Oh, sorry, sorry, Mike. That's what we're about here at at this podcast is breaking down walls, telling it like it is. So I saw the the assets he sent over. It's Miss America two two point oh. Yes. What is and what does that mean? What, what now's your time to, to pitch and sell? So
0: Miss America is undergoing a complete change. Um, last year they took away the swimsuit portion of the competition and they called it hashtag bye, bye bikini. And so what we're trying to really promote is that we are a women's empowerment organization and They saw that the swimsuit portion was really objectifying women. And so we're moving forward and becoming something in the 21st century that can go on for the future. And they're calling it Miss America 2.0. And so they're really focusing on making sure that people know that it's not a pageant, it's a competition. And that people are the people that compete are candidates and not contestants, almost as if you're running for office for a job or position. And so I actually say I am a representative from South Dakota in the Miss America competition rather than saying I am Miss South Dakota in a lot of instances because they really want it to be seen as you applying for the job of Miss America instead of competing for this you know, beauty queen title. And so we're really trying to separate ourselves from that. Um, they say Miss America is not a celebrity or a beauty queen. Um, she is supposed to be a, a picture of what being a a public servant really is. And so that's a really big part of the job is working on whatever your social impact initiative is and serving your community, your state, and if you're Miss America, the entire nation, and just really advocating for whatever that topic or issue is that you're passionate about. And so the crown is your microphone. The crown is what gets you the, the door opened and gets your foot in the door. But after that, you know, I'm Amber Hulse, Miss South Dakota, not Miss South Dakota, Amber Hulse. And so it's really supposed to be about giving women a platform so that they can pursue that issue. Um, not necessarily putting women on a platform so that people can stare at them like they're in a glass box and wave.
2: It's like, uh, give. it's giving you a platform in a different home, different meaning.
0: Yes. Like
2: for what? platform even means then so that's interesting Mm because i'm ignorant and i was just like miss south dakota's coming in we got a beauty pageant lady coming in she's gonna give me beauty tips i was wrong i'm sorry
0: yeah i showed up in shorts and a t-shirt to see Uh, you too and you still thought i was a beauty queen dude no i've like if anything
2: for me this has been great um because look here's the thing name of the show cham life it's about me grown and surprisingly it took Missed South Dakota to come in here for me to like actually have a perspective on what it is that y'all do,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is kind of cool. Um, I didn't know it was so uh, socially focused and based on like the impact that you guys want to leave. Yes, instead of like who's got the most perfect nose. See, you know, like
0: it's all about purpose, not perfect. Oh, so now that's a good tagline. It's all
2: about purpose. Is that the official?
0: Well, they really want us to focus on Miss America has purpose because a lot of people see these types of competitions as outdated and not something that is even relevant in today's time. And so what we're trying to say is Miss America does have purpose and it's because of all the impact that we're making that can be measured, measurable impact that these women are making across the country.
2: That's amazing. Wow. You've already impacted one. With, okay. With your, uh, with your kind time donation of time, you've impacted and changed one Asian boy's uh, <laughs> outlook and opinion on the whole world. Like my whole outlook has changed. Thank you, Amber, so much. You know what? It's been a blast. Is let's. I want to wrap it up because I know you had eighty thousand things on your to-do list. Let's talk about. To wrap, just to wrap it up, Okay. if you could leave a message for anyone who's made it this far, who's just like me, who's like, why the heck do we do this, this still? <laughs> uh, what is your one message you'd like to get? What is the one thing that you'd like to say to people about what your purpose is?
0: Well, when I started this, I was a tomboy and I thought pageants were sexist and I thought that I was going to expose them by competing in it and being like, I have the insider view. I did it myself and it is sexist and we should get rid of these things. And then I did it and then I won. And I think because I was one of those people that thought it was a bad thing and then going and competing in it and watching what it really is all about and experiencing it, my perspective was completely changed. And I was one of those people. So if you are a doubter... Or if you think that these competitions, at least the Miss America competition, is not relevant anymore in 2019, then I encourage you to go watch a local competition. Watch Miss America December 19th live on NBC. Boom. And see what these women are doing and see what women in your community are making an impact on that you don't even know because of the crown that they wear.
2: Boom, wow, Amber, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. This has been a blast this is this is so different from our first meeting where yes, you, you cried afterwards. <laughs> I cried afterwards <laughs> We're just, when no one's crying this time. What a great no a crying great all okay. smiles, all smiles. Well, once again, I can't thank you enough. um thank you for blessing us with those heavenly sounds and thanks for the conversation. Uh, well,
0: thanks for having me.
2: you know over here, we wish you well and You've like, it's going to sound corny, but you really have changed what I, what I thought was it is that, dude, I'm so bad at English. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I'm trying to say I've grown. Thanks to Amber, changed my view on some things. And I really appreciate you.
0: Well, that's my job. That's, that's the purpose. Boom. Boom. All
2: right. And we're just going to wrap that up right there, folks. Thank you once again. And make sure uh, you check out the sponsor, whoever it is this week, somewhere. All right. See ya.